Welcome to the show. We are tuned in for real-life stories with real-life people who have overcome adversity and healed their life. I am your host, Victoria Johnson, teacher trainer and coach trainer for the Heal Your Life Certification Program and best-selling author of Do That and Then Some Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough. As Louise Hay always said, the point of power is in the present moment, so let's get started. Hello, listeners. Welcome back. It's so great to have you here. You are going to enjoy this guest today because she is so incredibly relatable. She is an entrepreneur now who works with teaching branding strategies and business strategies to her clients that are soul aligned so that they really learn how to step into their power as a leader. And she has overcome a lot to be here, including being successful in corporate America for 20 years and then realizing, oh my God, I'm not happy and figuring out what's next. You are going to love her story. She can be contacted through Facebook and through Instagram. And I am going to introduce you to her first. Please welcome to the show, Alicia Marie. Hi, Victoria. So Hi, glad to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. And I just wanted to let people know they can find you on your Facebook business page at Alicia Marie. And Alicia is spelled A-L-I-C-I-A. M-A-R-I-E. So on your Facebook business page at Alicia Marie and on Instagram, which I love Instagram at Alicia, A-L-I-C-I-A underscore Marie underscore love. Yes. Yes. That's where you can find me. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Well, this is really cool because I think so often, you know, we think about everything that we should do. Like what's the natural progression? What's the next step? And, you know, climbing the ladder of success. And uh, what a shocker it must have been to get to the top and be like, "Uh uh-oh, I don't like the view from here. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So can you kind of take us back to the beginning and tell us how it all started and and let's hear your story. Yeah, for sure. So I was a single mom at a really young age at 19 and immediately had to figure things out, right? I was like, I have to take care of this child. I'm doing it on my own. Let me find a really good job to get into and see how much money I can make. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the first nine years of that was just a lot of climbing corporate ladders. I had to juggle, you know, being a a parent, making sure my son was good, working late, um, doing all the things that I thought that I should do to help provide and make a good life for him, which it wasn't bad, but I definitely wasn't conscious parenting, which created a lot of issues later on. But yeah, I did a lot of traveling with my job, but I was never really happy. I was just working just for the money to provide. So can I I interrupt you story here? I I don't want to, but I have a quick question. So what is conscious parenting? Conscious parenting to me is really being aware of how you're raising or parenting and communicating with your children. I really felt like I was on autopilot for Mm -hmm. the majority of my son's life. Well, I can tell sorry, I was just gonna say, you know, as a single mom working full time, I think that it it would be really hard kind of not to be on autopilot. Like you'd have to like, I guess that's where the term comes from. I was just gonna say you'd have to be really conscious of Mm -hmm. not being on autopilot because you know you would be so busy. You've got the work stuff 
You've got mm-hmm. the regular everyday buy groceries, clean the house stuff and the raising the kids stuff. And I can see how a person could really fall into a routine. But you say now looking back that, you know, you wish that you had been maybe more aware, maybe more present. Is that what you're meaning by that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. More present. That's a very good, very good word for it. And okay. really, to be honest, Victoria, I probably wouldn't. We have to go through things, right, to learn. Absolutely. So, I I don't regret how things worked out because it's brought me to this amazing place. Mm -hmm. However, you know, in hindsight, I would have done things just a little bit differently. You know, and I think that that is probably true for all parents. And and I appreciate you wording it that way because we definitely don't want to be judging ourselves and uh, saying, oh, you know, I did this wrong. I think that as parents, we always are doing the absolute best we can and, Mm -hmm. you know, to give ourselves that grace. So I'm sorry, I hijacked your story. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, so, so tell us more then. Yeah, about... so yeah, well, fast forward a little more. I, I was in a job where I completely, completely despised it. I hated getting up in the morning and going to work. Mm-hmm. But I told myself that if I left there, I wasn't going to work for anyone else. And I was going to find, I was going to figure out a way to find myself and what I truly wanted and what my passions were. And, you know, my son was older at that point. He was in high school. So he was pretty self-sufficient. And I realized at that time that I wasn't just a mom. I, I'm Alicia. And there's things about me oh, that yes. I wanted to discover. And I went on this you know, spiritual journey of really understanding myself and what I liked, what I didn't like, and really found an inner peace within that to where I was able to, my job laid me off. And I was like, this is the opportunity. Like, this is the time. This is the time for me. And I took a year and I launched my own business doing vision board workshops within the local community and really networked and uh, wow, that's an amazing people. Yeah. That was a big change. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it, was, it was a huge change. I would say for me, the biggest part was the financial aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, being a single parent, I was always, that was the only one. So if things didn't work, it was up to me to figure it out. So I had to overcome a lot there to understand and know like, this is a different time in my life. I can do things differently. I can take a leap and really focus on myself and my son will be okay. You know, he'll be fine. (laughs) And I love that you did that. I think that's just Mm -hmm. such a dream for so many people and Mm -hmm. that you were like, you know what? I'm Alicia. Yeah. And and doing that. So, uh, so you did your vision board workshop. Yeah, I did my vision board workshops. I did that for almost a year. And then the fear and panic hit when my bank account was just at a low And Mm -hmm. I was like, this isn't going to work anymore. Like I need to go and find my initial, my instinct was like, you need to go find a job Mm -hmm. because that's what was safe for me. You know, that's what was safe for me in the past. So I did, I found this amazing company that really helped me learn and develop a lot of the skills that were fun to me and creative. I was involved with like marketing, but on a smaller, like small, small company, a lot of flexibility. So I was still able to spend the personal development time that I needed to mm-hmm. continue continue growing. So then I decided that I'm going to start helping other women like me, like former versions of me to do the same thing, but in their own way that's aligned with who they are. So that's where that's where I am today. <laughs> oh, I love that you took it as something that you were having as part of your life journey and then were able to morph that into 
really carrying it forward and paying it forward to help other women with the same thing. So what would that, what would that look like as a client? Like I'm trying to picture, you know, who's your client? Who's your person who's saying, is it someone who's, who would it be? I'm really struggling with this. It's the person who's going to step into their power as a leader that is aligned with their own values. So, so yeah, let me, let me just explain a little bit more just so that, you know, I'm basically helping women entrepreneurs, women who maybe have a business idea, but they're, maybe they've started it and they're like, they're very fearful. They're not sure what to do or they're trying to rebrand something that they've already created and you know there's a lot of there's a lot of things to work through when you're doing that and basically what I want what I'm doing right now is I'm helping them to really understand and define like that their passions their purpose what are they really amazing at what are they skilled at that they can really that they don't really identify with themselves mm-hmm. because it's just been something that they've done for example my corporate jobs were all in leadership. So I would build teams. I would coach and develop teams for years. But I just looked at it. It was just a job. I didn't realize that I actually have a skill that other people don't. Right. You know, like <laughs> we tend to just take what we have for granted and we don't realize that what comes really easy for us doesn't come really easy for someone else. You know, that's so true. I've had so many guests on this podcast and my other podcast who have had, you know, really difficult childhoods. And they would say, oh, I thought this was normal. Or maybe they were in an abusive relationship or marriage and I thought this was normal. And so for you to talk about your leadership skills and saying, I thought everyone had these and, you know, thinking that that was normal, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. yeah. And you expressed to me earlier about, you know, being in a position where you were raising your son and wanting more. And I'm guessing that's where your clients are kind of at too, where they are just, you know, they've got, they've got the desire, they've got the burning desire. They just don't have the know-how. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or they might think that what they have a desire for isn't needed or that there's no value in it that everyone else, um, Mm. you know, that's the other thing that can happen too. You might like, for example, I'm a branding and business coach, mainly online. There are thousands of them, thousands. And what I realized is everyone is offering something unique. Your voice is unique. How you think is unique. How you react to things is completely different. No one is the same. So there's always a uniqueness to what you can bring. Even if you think, oh my gosh, there's so many people doing this. What value could I really bring? Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. I know that that voice has gone in my head right yes. now, you know, as I, as I create new things, you know, creating an, some new course content and so on. My inbox is just completely flooded with a kajillion other people doing the same thing. And so mm-hmm. what you're saying is that you help people really connect with that, their true self. Exactly. And that is what makes them unique to their clients. And that is what drives them to continue doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You shared about being at a job that you didn't enjoy going to in the morning. And I can so relate to this. I remember once having a job that I, in the mornings, would look in the mirror and be like, okay, Victoria, uh, stay calm today. Don't let anybody get in your head. You just go in and you do your thing and everything will be good. Again, another corporate job. And, um, you know, by 930, that was all out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds very familiar. (laughs) (laughs) And so as an entrepreneur myself, I 
can really relate and respect to what you're doing and see the need for it and see the need for the uniqueness of what you do in bringing out the unique skills and abilities of your clients. So Mm -hmm. kind of tell me what a typical first few appointments would be like with your clients, because I'm really interested in this as to what it is that a branding and business strategizer, is that what you do? Yeah, like, I don't know the lingo. (laughs) It's okay. Just branding and business strategies. So it's very broad because a brand could mean so many things. But Mm -hmm. to me, with my clients, it's how do you show up? How do, mm. when, how do you show up in the world as you? So with the branding side of it, it's really like, how do you want to present yourself? How do you want people to view you? Like if you're selling a product, if you're selling a service, it's that branding, it's that first look. So like Instagram, Facebook, social media, like how are you presenting yourself, your mission or your goal and how you want to help people or what product you want to offer? So I'm just thinking about people that I have worked with in the past. And when you use the term, you know, how do you show up? How do you show up in the world? You know, it's just that instantly my heart beats a little bit faster. There's that little bit of resistance. Mm -hmm. And do you find, what do you find is like the most common resistance that you're getting from your clients? The most common thing is a lot of people don't want to be seen because they don't really know who they are. Mm -hmm. So especially with women entrepreneurs like that are, some sort of coach or they're in a healing modality that they're offering, they're afraid to show up as who they are because they feel like they won't be accepted. Yes. And fear of that judgment from other people. Mm -hmm. And the self-judgment, like I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not good enough. Who am I to do this? (laughs) You know, who am I to help the world? Like we're all growing and evolving. And I had one of my coaches say this to me. It's like, you're actually doing a disservice if you're not sharing your gift, because whatever story you have is going to impact and inspire somebody else. Absolutely. And you know, I just, uh, what you're saying, I'm laughing and smiling behind the (laughs) scenes because this just speaks to my heart so huge. And, And I've had this conversation a few times over the last few days with people who are just, they're not only afraid of the judgment of the people around them. And generally it's not like Joe Blow Public that they're afraid of. It's the people who are closest to us and who we think of as the people who would be our support team, but we're so afraid that they're not going to be, that they're going to be our biggest critics. And also that piece in our head, that chatter between our ears that is saying, you know, who am I to do this? And what makes me good enough? And so it's funny that we're talking about it because I just uh, had made an Instagram post recently that said, it's from Brene Brown, you either walk inside your story and own it, or you stand outside your story and hustle for your worthiness. Mm, Yeah, I love that. Yes. And I've been in that hustle state and it sounds like you have been in that hustle state too. And honestly, that big leap, it is a big, scary, big leap. And that's okay because it's just the leap that is scary. And once you really fully commit to yourself and to, you know, living in your own integrity and living with what your soul desires then everything changes. And then the scariness goes away because you're doing it for you. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's that's so beautifully put. You had mentioned that you really want to help people to find their leadership skills. 
Do you have some tips for our listeners on really how to develop your leadership skills or what it is that makes a good leader? I think for me, one of the things that was really key in my in my own growth and development was boundaries, mm-hmm. really setting boundaries. It helps you to kind of stand in your own strength and your own power. And people then tend to come to you as someone that is a leader, someone that can kind of take them somewhere else. And yeah, when I say boundaries, it's really understanding what you want versus it's almost like that, the people pleasing, right? Mm -hmm. For example, I have a client that she's so worried about what she's charging because she's afraid that people just aren't going to purchase what she's offering. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really kind of setting that boundary. It's like, you're not here to please them, right? It's their decision, but you have to stand in your, like in what you believe you are worth. Absolutely. And as a, as a fellow coach, I hear that from my clients a lot too, that fear around the money boundary about mm-hmm. valuing yourself. And I remember reading a Jen Sincero book and she had a line in there that I have used many times, which is there will always be people who can't afford your services and there will always be people who can't afford your services. So price mm-hmm. yourself according to what it is that you want to do. So I'm just sharing yeah. that little tip. I know it's a little bit off subject there, but I... No, I love that. I love yeah. that. There's another tip. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, that kind of brings me to, you know, another thing that I do with my clients is helping them to identify their ideal client. Mm -hmm. So you made mention, and it was a great point. Like you always think the people closest to you are going to be your biggest supporters, right? And that it doesn't ever work that way. Yes. (laughs) It's usually perfect strangers that you're meeting for the first time. So I really walk through with my clients and explaining that your ideal client is just a former version of yourself. And it makes it so much easier. Oh, I love that. Your ideal client is just a former version of yourself. Absolutely. Oh, it's just so powerful. I walk my clients through some visualization in that too, to help them connect with like their future self, and then their past self, and kind of integrate the two together. And it's been a really amazing experience for a lot of my clients to really see who they were, who they're becoming and where they're at right now. I love that. I often use affirmations and visualization with my clients as well. And for my own life to just really shift that thinking. And you shared something super important. That is that, you know, we were talking about, we expect our family and friends to be our biggest supporters and they're not. So I really want to encourage the listeners to two things. Number one, be careful who you share your dreams with because we want to share our dreams with people who we know will support them. But secondly, to not take it personally. Know that it is happening to everyone out there who is pushing to have their own business or live their dream or trying something new. And, you know, it's the other person's fear or the other person's belief system or the other person's recollection of experiences and so on that is making them push back against you. So please do not take it personally. Please keep going on. Keep going forward. Step into your power. You know, as Alicia says, step into your power as a leader that she will help you do that because it is 
your birthright to be able to live within your dreams. And I just thank you so much for everything that you've shared with us today, Alicia, because there's been some real aha moments for me. And I love that you are talking about boundaries and talking about visualizing and really helping women just take that next step forward. And for me, the most powerful thing that you said today was that the people, our clients are just those former versions of ourselves. And may that encourage you everyone listening to really take that next step and know that you are enough. And I just want to share Alicia Marie's information with you again. On Instagram, it is at Alicia underscore Marie underscore love. So Alicia, again, is spelled A-L-I-C-I-A. And they can email you as well, correct? Yes. Yes. My, yeah. My email, I think you have it as well. I do. It is claim your flame, claim your flame. And then the number two at gmail.com. And I just love that email because it absolutely <laughs> is what you help people to do. And then, you know, so if you are someone who is able to really relate to what is happening there with Alicia, you know, where she came from and, you know, being a single mom, being in a corporate job and just knowing that it wasn't everything that like that corporate job wasn't everything that she had wanted for herself and being brave enough to be Alicia and to take that big step. I'm just so happy to have met you and so happy that our listeners have the opportunity to hear your story and how you really overcame some obstacles being a young mom and have gone on to now be paying it forward. So thank you for being here. Yeah, I really appreciate this. It's been an amazing experience for me as well, Victoria. Um, Thank you. I want to close off the show. I always like to use quotes. And this one I want to share is written by Dr. Patricia Crane. And her website is heartinspired.com. And it is called Remember Who You Are. And it's a poem. And I just want to share it with you now. So if you have a moment to just kind of relax and absorb the words, please do so. Remember who you are. Who are you? What did you come here to learn? What did you come here to teach? We all have a unique purpose. We are more than our personalities, our problems, our fears, our illnesses. We are far more than our bodies. We are all connected with everyone on the planet and all of life. We are all spirit, light energy, vibration, and love. And we all have the power to live our lives with purpose and meaning. Living our purpose from the heart brings us joy. How do we find our purpose? We pay attention to what we love doing and sharing. We pay attention to what others tell us we do well. We pay attention to what brings us joy. The entire universe resonates with that joy and supports us on the unfolding of our perfect path. Thank you, Dr. Patricia Crane, for writing that, because isn't that just so accurate to what we were talking about today? That was awesome. That was so beautiful. <laughs> oh, so <I'm> beautiful. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. And thank you again for being with us today, Alicia. It is at Alicia underscore Marie underscore love on Instagram. Claim your flame number two. So claim your flame with the number two at gmail.com. And uh, thanks again for being here. And I look forward to watching you continue to do this amazing transformation in women's lives. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to do so. <laughs> <laughs> and so it is. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca. 
To be a guest on the show and share your story, please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us.